I got so busy the last few weeks, but I'm here now. My voice is a little rough and my energy level is at a very low level, but my desire to record an episode exceeds them both, so let's roll the intro. Zero I feel like my head is going to explode, but hello, hello, and welcome to Zero O'Clock with Trish. This is officially the podcast version of my brain. (laughs) And I miss you guys, and if you didn't miss me, that's fine, because I just do. (laughs) And also, I was told a few days ago that my audience has been growing globally even more. My little family of early night birds. (laughs) So if this is your first, second, or third time listening to my podcast, Bonjour, hola, ni hao, konnichiwa, annyeong, hello, and welcome to Zero O'Clock with Trish. And those are the languages I learned throughout my life. <laughs> and for the topic of this week's episode, it will be a mix of story time, my thoughts, what I know, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> And I'm really bad at explaining things, so let's just get on with the episode. So let you go! I'm not even going to be sorry at this point or make it as a disclaimer, but the reasoning for my exhausted voice is because I had my midterm for GE courses yesterday, and I also have one next week, and I had some more editing to do for my projects because a lot of our projects involve a lot of video presentations, and since I'm the leader in a lot of projects, I have a lot of responsibilities, and I also take time to help my groupmates because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do as a leader. So I definitely have been feeling a lot more tired and drained lately, but I really, really miss recording episodes, This podcast has become something more than just a spontaneous project for me, and I'm just honestly glad right now to be recording this episode. Also, again, if you are a first-time listener, you are bound to hear some background noises because I record usually by a window, but the noise is kind of calming or relaxing, I guess. (laughs) Just a TMI, I could honestly go for some dessert right now. I'll probably look for some after this episode. (laughs) So now I've caught you up on the reason behind my two-week absence, let's get back to our regularly scheduled program. Ever since I started university, nothing seemed normal anymore. Of course, I was doing school online, but how the classes and lessons were being conducted were kind of awful and ridiculous, if that makes sense. And I'm not going into the details of it all because even I get stressed out talking about it. So basically, to understand how ridiculous it was getting, I actually counted and I had five breakdowns during the first semester of my freshman year. I'm sure of the number because I remembered the first two and the other three was with my best friend. And it was just awful. And I remembered that this one breakdown I had, I couldn't remember which of the five was it. But I remembered this one time, I was crying, I was all upset, and a certain person came up to me and said, it just gets worse when you're in the higher year. Like, this is just the easy level, but when you're in your sophomore or junior year, it just gets worse. And I couldn't tell you how unhelpful that statement was, so move on. And I talked to my other friends about it, and... 
everyone kind of just gave me pep talks like just focus on the good side of life or it could be worse and i get it it could be worse and yeah there are a lot of things that are good but honestly i couldn't relax at all and when i talked to my best friend about it she said it's okay to feel this way that's normal and believe me i felt like i could breathe again And although it's nice to hear and be reminded of good things, there will just be times in your life that you don't need to hear that because you already know it, you're already aware of it. And you just need to feel human again. To feel pain, to feel emotions, to be assured that your feelings are valid. Because I felt so suffocated at that time because i was physically mentally and emotionally drained from everything and it just kept piling on but after talking to my best friend i felt like a million times better and fast forward to a few months later my brother came up to me and made a bet with me he said if i could watch the korean drama psycho chiman kentana oh wait why am i saying it in korean uh it's the it's okay to not be okay And if I watched it without crying, he'll give me money. Because he knows I haven't watched it regardless. It's been on Netflix for quite some time now. And of course, I said, "Cool." <laughs> and I watched it and your girl didn't cry. But, you know, there were a lot of times that I almost did because it really is a good drama. And I 100% recommend anyone to watch it. For a psych major, it was definitely an interesting drama to analyze and understand. And I think that's one of the reasons I didn't cry because I focused so much on analyzing their personalities, their issues, their backgrounds, and how all of that connects and impacts their characters. I swear, I think too deeply at times. <laughs> and a fun fact which actually happened around the same time. I don't know if most of you know this show, but it's Return of Superman, and it's a Korean reality variety kind of show. And one of the families there, their daughter, she actually has the same Korean name as I do, which is Naeun. Have I mentioned that before? No, okay. <laughs> But yeah, three names, English, Chinese, and Korean. So now you know. <laughs> and also, I think ever since then, I kind of started watching their episodes. And I remember this one episode, she missed her dad so much that she cried. And her mom was comforting her, and her mom kept reminding her, you know, you can feel sad. You're allowed to feel however you want to feel. And after hearing all of that, I realized the same thing with me. Sometimes you just need to know that your feelings are valid, or what you're feeling is okay to feel at that moment. And at the time, I was actually reading a lot of psych psychology articles. I almost stuttered, that's weird. And... I actually came across this article and the term surprised me because it said toxic positivity. And in that article, uh, the name uh, Dr. Jamie Zuckerman described toxic positivity as like the assumption that despite a person's emotional pain or difficult situation, they should only have a positive mindset. She explains that toxic positivity not only invalidates your emotional state, but it also increases secondary emotions. 
And to my fellow psych majors, we've all taken up developmental psychology already, and we already know this. <laughs> But if you're a psych enthusiast or someone who isn't interested in psychology, but decided to listen to a psychology major's podcast, as babies, primary emotions like fear, sadness, joy, and anger appear in the first year of the baby's life. And secondary emotions like embarrassment, guilt, and shame are expressed during the end of the second year of life. So if you didn't know that, now you know. <laughs> um, it also said that with this, um, with this concept, the problem is that we assume that if a person is not in a positive mood, then they're somehow wrong or bad. She explains it like, When we invalidate someone else's emotional state, such as when we tell someone that feelings like sadness or anger are bad, it ends up eliciting secondary emotions, such as shame, guilt, and embarrassment. In other words, it kind of comes off as telling that person that they should feel ashamed of being sad. We need to not only feel but also acknowledge our legitimate emotional responses to situations because the more we try to ignore and suppress emotions that are honestly appropriate to the context, the more we are isolating them in their time of need. And then it just sustains that stigma of mental health issues occur because of weak-mindedness, which isn't the case. And this actually has an impact on our lives. I mean, like, did you know that the more we suppress and think of these painful things that, like, pretend like they don't exist, it sends a message to our brain as a form of danger. And of course, when your brain believes that you're in danger, your body responds to it because our brain is connected to a lot of the systems in our bodies. That's why for some people, when they avoid or suppress emotions, they start to experience some form of discomfort. And it could get, like, rapid heartbeat shallow breathing and sometimes it even disrupts your sleep pattern like it gets that much and this is literally what i mean sometimes it becomes so dehumanizing to constantly suppress and ignore and pretend that these painful emotions don't exist so please let yourself feel those emotions because it really is okay to not be okay An abnormal emotional response to an abnormal situation is normal. We don't pick what we feel. So feeling sad after failing a test you know you studied all night for is normal. Feeling anxious when you find out someone close to you got COVID-19 is normal. When we think we might lose something, it's scary. When we don't know what to expect next, it's also scary. Allow yourself to feel these emotions. We have to accept all these feelings and thoughts and sit with them until they pass. Because the more you avoid and suppress them, the more they'll just grow and make you feel more overwhelmed. Just remember, no emotion is permanent. All of it. Happiness, joy, anger, sadness, they all come and go. So we need to let ourselves experience these feelings if we ever want them to really pass so the next time you go through a difficult time or someone talks to you about their problems although you may feel like you're being supportive by giving them positive affirmations you may be invalidating their feelings and possibly harming them more 
when they're already in a vulnerable state. Or you may even make them feel like there isn't really a problem at all. So avoid just immediately saying, that's nothing, stop worrying, or you know it could be worse. Instead, just say, it's okay to not feel okay right now, or take your time, I'm here for you, or you're allowed to feel however you want to feel, because it really is okay to not be okay. I feel honestly more relaxed after recording this episode. It's a little short, but that's really all what my brain could produce right now. (laughs) Hopefully in the next few weeks, I'd be able to come up with a little bit longer or maybe you like shorter episodes. Let me know. Definitely DM me about it. (laughs) And I could honestly hope um, you also feel the same way that you feel more relaxed and more calm. And I'll say it again, the last few weeks have been really hell to me. And I can guarantee that the next two weeks will also be hell. So I'm honestly glad that I could get this out and record an episode. Because I think when I was talking about all this, it kind of helped me to also put myself in perspective. Because I get to also hear myself and it just reminds me that whatever sadness, pressure, or stress I feel, it's valid and it'll pass as well. And if you've reached this far into the episode, thank you so much for listening. I hope you're doing okay and your day got 1% better, hopefully. (laughs) And I hope that you are able to relax and maybe you felt company from a very stressed university student. (laughs) And if you want to listen more, you can go check out my other episodes and ask for when the next episode will come out. It might be in the next two or three weeks. I have my finals in the next few weeks and a lot more projects to manage. But I promise I'll be back. (laughs) So till then, I want to say thank you very much and I hope you have a great day or night. Till next time!